This is a Dalina University production. First of all, I have to apologize for changing the title. So somebody might leave now, I don't know. But uh, after I've looked at the material that I'm going to present, or the study I'm going to present, uh, I've kind of become more interested in the patients in this, uh, uh, and not the medical professionals in the project that I'm studying. So now the title is Patients as Co-Designers in Participatory Research, Mobile Phone Technologies and Hypertension Management. I will soon get to what this is about. Um, so my name is Mona Nilsson. Uh, I'm in the same department as uh, uh, Tom and Alexandra, and I'm part of the LET studio, which was briefly introduced by Alexandra in the first presentation. So this is a study that is incorporated in that studio. Um, I have a postdoc uh, at FAS for you, you who know that in Swedish, and it's in, in, in English it's Sw the Swedish Council for Research for Working Life and Social Research. So I have a two-year postdoc and this is part of my work. Um, so um, this is a bit uh, <laughs> a different context, so you have to kind of so we're going into the more, the more the medical context or the, the context of patients and patients' um, participation in their own health care, you can say. So I can give you a, um, a quick background to the... This is a design project. I'm, I'm going to report on the design project that's currently going on at in, um, in Göteborg uh, with, uh, within nursing research. And... Um, so we are not going to see any use of technologies when I come to the data. We're going to see how patients are involved in designing an intervention uh, with technologies that are, they are to use uh, in the future or not in the future. They're actually now, now we are actually implementing or, or trying the technologies out with patients. Uh, but this, uh, this study is more concerned with the things that went on before uh, the applications were actually uh, developed for testing. Um, the immediate background of this project is uh, a kind of movement within healthcare that is called person-centered care. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but uh, it's the kind of uh, movement that stresses their uh, the role of patients in healthcare, and, um, uh, and, and stressing the the need for a more collaborative, team-based approach to healthcare. So the patient, um, and for you can say in some sense that a, a greater voice for service users or patients, which are the service users, in the management and delivery of care. So we're kind of. Uh, this movement is addressing the issue of actually letting patients be more involved in their own, um, yeah, their own management of their diseases. So uh, in this, um, this uh, person-centered care movement, uh, there's a lot of talk about a new partnership between users and professionals uh, so that uh, patients can become effectli effectively uh, team members of the kind of of healthcare, uh, and I just um, so Candlin just put it, I think, in a very nice way. He talked about patients as reinvented as partners in healthcare. So the, 
there's some, in some sense, some kind of reconfiguration of the patient as an uh, active participant in his, his or her own um, uh, care, management of her own care. So, um, within this, um, uh, this movement or this person-centered care um, focus, um, uh, technologies are, of course, been one of the uh, the things that have been lifted uh, as having a potential of bringing the patients uh, uh, into this more active uh, involvement. Uh, or I c maybe I could say the promises of such te technologies, because we are lift kind of bringing in all of these technologies into healthcare in order to create this new partnership between you know, physicians or patients or nurses or patients, uh, medical professionals of different kinds. Um, so, um, and, but I, I should add here that this is not a new thing in healthcare. So this is how this this idea of having the patient as a more active, um, active partner in his own care has been going on for over 30 years. But now the the new thing is that technology is being brought into this discussion and uh, kind of uh, explored uh, in new ways. So uh, these interventions, or with te technical intervention, have the aims of kind of uh, challenging the privilege that healthcare professionals have had over patients when it comes to knowledge and expertise. So we kind of the idea is that the patient is going to uh, take over some of that expertise of being experts on their own diseases or the management of the diseases. Um, so I, I just pointed out that uh, technology as a bridge between patients and healthcare professionals, the potentials of being a bridge between. Um, so in this study, and this specific study, um, uh, in the design study, it's, uh, um, we, we looked at, um, so the study has been designed in the, ma in the sense that it, it starts off, off with uh, uh, focus group interviews as uh, as one way to actually bring in the patients in an early stage of designing an intervention, which are uh, um, um, uh, soon to be part of. So that is um, the data that I'm going to be presenting uh, some bits of. And I think that uh, it's, it's important to see these uh, focus groups in interviews as having the aim of kind of empowering patients or bringing in the patient's views on things before the actual technologies are being tested out in real practices. So that's the idea of the project. Uh, and then, uh, of course, that can be discussed in different manners, but uh, that I think we have to be aware of that, that the idea is, um, idea is this. So... Um, Having uh, patients coming into these focus group interviews has, I think, a double aim. First of all, uh, we, there's an interest in actually gaining access to patients' experiences, experiences having a chronic disease, for example. These are patients that have hypertension, which is a high blood pressure. They're diagnosed with a high blood, pr blood pressure. But it's not only having the, them discuss their experiences with living with this kind of disease. It's also to have their perspectives on the use and relevancy of the technologies uh, with regard to such disease. So they actually uh, being brought in as co-designers or, or having 
having some informed um, opinions about technologies which they have not yet uh, looked at or not used. So that could be a problem. I will come back to that. So in that sense, I've I kind of looked at these focus group interviews as part of a participatory research regime. So it kind of it's used not primarily maybe to uh, generate data to analysis, but to kind of address the issue of person-centered care. So you bring in this method to kind of uh, uh, come close to the, uh, the patient's opinions about these things. <coughs> So the focus, when I've looked at these patient or these uh, focus group interviews, um, <coughs> uh, I think the kind of the starting point uh, that the patients are invited in an early stage to have an expert say on their experiences with disease, and that's not as difficult to understand because they, in some sense, they are experts at having the disease they have. Some of these patients have had this disease for 30, 40 years, and some uh, shorter, of course, but they are. Um, there are experience when it comes to having um, hypertension. But then they also are uh, brought in um, to have opinions about the future use of a specific technologies. Uh, we'll come to the technologies uh, soon. Uh, and I, um, when I looked at this material, and I actually participated in some of these interviews, uh, it was quite evident that uh, this wasn't very easy for them to have an opinion about technology that they were um, uh, to be using um, uh, in the future, but uh, we'll come back to that. And my question was kind of how can they uh, contribute to this? How can they have um, an expert say in the technologies and how the te technologies can um, um, be a part of a monitoring of a disease? initiated from the healthcare professionals, of course. So the design idea is, um, <coughs> so you have a, a, a range of technologies that the patient is going to appropriate here. And the first, th the idea is that they have a mobile phone, their own mobile phones, and each day they, uh, they're asked uh, different kinds of questions, which they are going to report in on their mobile phones. So it could be questions about uh, symptoms, it could be questions about side effects, about how they are and things like that. Uh, well-being, questions that concerns well-being and things like that. After that, all their answers goes, goes to a database which, uh, uh, which then can log in and uh, kind of look at the different answers in relation to each other. So the, the kind of the potential here is that I can learn about the connections between uh, different um, uh, different um, parameters, such as, for example, stress and uh, uh, blood pressure. So you can actually. Um, and then the idea is that uh, both the patient looks at these um, graphs, and of course the physician or the nurse also looks at the, these graphs, and uh, in the end they meet in you know, uh, a very regular follow-up consultation, which is the last <laughs> uh, picture up there, uh, in where uh, both have had access to more or less the same information. Uh, so the patient can come with yeah, a, a better understanding of the condition they're, um, they're having, as well as the, the physician can 
have some idea about the things that goes on between the follow-up consultations. So I have to add here that it's not just a patient that is being kind of challenged in doing using these technologies. It's also the physician. He's he's never had um, uh, access to these data before either. So this is kind of the ID. And uh, to say something more about these technologies uh, that the patients are uh, supposed to uh, have an idea about, uh, these are the, the the three technologies. So it's a, a blood pressure monitor, which they are going to... The idea is that they have that at home, and that's one of the parameters that are going to uh, report on in the mobile phone. And then they have the mobile phone. This is in Swedish, so... Uh, you have to excuse me for that. But the idea is that they have a lot of questions. I think there are about 10 questions each day, and you have to kind of uh, choose among on a scale or kind of... Um, there are some questions that are yes or no and things like that, so the kind of different kinds of questions. And this is the graphs, an example of a graph in which you can uh, look at these connections. And then you have to kind of log into your... log into a database and look at these. So these are the technologies that they um, they have um, they will have access to, and these are the technologies that they are asked to have an opinion ap uh, about before uh, as part of this intervention project. Uh, I can also add that uh, re with regard to this graph, it's of course the the idea is that uh, uh, the patients are going to learn to see connections between. Uh, things like uh, stress levels and um, blood pressure, but it's also, uh, of course, to learn to regulate these preferred connections. So when you see that your stress level is going up and your high uh, bl uh, blood pressure is going up, you kind of have to do something about that. Maybe physical exercise or something like that. So that's um, that's the idea of that. Uh, so the focus group data, um, the three interviews have looked at. Um, different health centers, and we have a lot of people involved in these. Uh, I can add that we also uh, interviewed uh, medical professionals, physicians, um, nurses, and pharmacists, uh, but I haven't taken that into consideration here. Uh, so the, the interviews are, in some sense, can be characterized as um, consisting of two parts. First, it's a talk about the, the, the patient's experiences with the disease. I've not looked at that in any detail for this presentation. And then you have a, a part where uh, the techno technologies are demonstrated and talked about, and uh, in, with in sp specifically with regard to how the intervention could be designed from the participants or the p patient's perspectives. So these are some of the preliminary observations. Um, I'm not going into any detail of the data, uh, but I can see in the data that when looking at it, it more in detail, I can see that the patient have difficulty in co contributing to the design of the intervention. And I, uh, maybe that's not a very surprising finding because uh, we can imagine ourselves being put in the position of having just a short demonstration of technology and, and then ask to, how do you think this could fit into your life? Would you like to do this? How many questions would you like to answer? How often? And things like that. So that's kind, kind of uh, one of the difficulties in bringing into patients uh, in this stage of the development. Uh, another uh, observation I think is interesting is that um, uh, we're in a very strong medical context where 
kind of the medical agenda is very um, it's regulating the talk all all the time so you kind of have a meeting between uh, this medical voice and the voices of the life world the people the patients that are actually living with these diseases and this implies that the patients have um, difficulties in actually coming to um, actually having an opinion about this because the medical voice is very very strong and every time you suggest something uh, you su suggest that as very tentative and then the kind of the medical voice goes in and says but that's too seldom we have to monitor it more often to get the data that are interesting for the for the healthcare uh, so these uh, instances these uh, um, these interviews become more like instructed instructions or instructed activities where the uh, the moderator and the application designer is kind of giving um, giving the patients instructions about the possibilities of uh, the technologies instead of kind of uh, taking the patient's um, um, opinions um, at face value. And another thing that's very interesting <coughs> is that so they have to leave their expertise as patients. They can't talk about that as if they were experts at the chronic disease. They have to uh, talk about the technologies in hypothetical terms, of course, because they never used the technologies. They have to kind of think themselves into the situation. If I were to use this technology, how would I use that? And that's kind of a very difficult exercise, I think. So just some concluding remarks. My time is uh, out almost. Uh, what I'm thinking about this material is the kind of knowledge patients are to bring into participatory research, uh, which is knowledge that's very difficult to articulate. Uh, also, the experience with living the, with this disease is very difficult, but when you add into this the technology, they have um, uh, difficulties in uh, seeing this. So in the end, you can, ask, you can ask yourself in what manners have patients informed the design of the intervention? I think that's something we can... Uh, that I will be uh, kind of uh, discussing further in the work. Okay, thanks.